Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, welcome, everybody. Uh, we are going to be having a talk show for our Wednesday night. Um, Pineville Grace Fellowship, uh, the local assembly here in Pineville that's reaching out to California and the rural California and uh, Illinois and, uh, you know, Zimbabwe, Nigeria, Uganda. Mark is going to read some scripture and then we're going to sing a couple songs. Go ahead. Ezekiel 21, 1-6, sign of the drawn sword. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, set thy face toward Jerusalem, and drop thy word toward the holy places, and prophesy against the land of Israel. <coughs> and say to the land of Israel, Thus saith the Lord, Behold, I am against thee, and will draw forth thy sword out of his sheath, and will cut off from thee the righteous and the wicked. Seeing then that I will cut off from thee the righteous and the wicked, therefore should my sword go forth out of sheep against all flesh from the south and the north. <coughs> but all flesh that I the Lord have drawn forth my sword out of his sheep and shall not return any more. Sigh therefore, thou son of man, with the breaking of thy loins and with bitterness, sigh before your eyes. Thank you. Well, we certainly don't hear that scripture read very often about him going to draw out his sword against Israel. Okay, the first song we're going to sing is um, Safe in the Arms of Jesus, page 388. Um, Mark, would you like to start that course? Safe in the arms of Jesus, safe on his gentle breast, there by his love or shade, sweetly my soul shall rest, our kiss the voice of angels, for their song to me. Over the fields of glory, over the jasper sea, safe in the arms of Jesus, safe on his gentle breast, there by his love or shade, sweetly my soul shall rest, safe in the arms of Jesus. Safe from corroding care, safe from the world's temptations, 
sin cannot harm me there. Free from the wine of sorrow, free from my doubts and fears. Only a few more trials, only a few more tears. Safe in the arms of Jesus, safe on his gentle breath. Jesus, sleep me, my soul shall rest. Jesus, my heart's dear refuge. Jesus, to die for me. Firm on the rock of ages, ever my trust shall be. Here let me wait with patience. Wait till the night is over. Wait till I see the morning break on the golden shore. Safe in the arms of Jesus, safe on his gentle breast. There by his love I shade it, my soul shall rest. I see. on page four. Answer when I call, God, who justified, in my stress you freed me, here in grace my cries, sons of men, how long will you my glory shame? Will you long lost worthless? Will I see your name? Though the Lord is faint and set apart in grace, and the Lord will hear me when I see his face. Tremble in your anger, your friends can be far. On your bed in silence, speak within your heart. May you sacrifice now, sacrifice is just. In the Lord only, wasting on your trust. Who will show us goodness, many people say. The light of your face, Lord, lift on us, we pray. You have given my heart greater joy by far. Then when rain and new wine comes down and So in peace I lie down, I will rest and sleep. For all of you only will be safely <clears throat> Well, uh, the last one we're going to sing is one of Mark's favorite songs. 272, Wait and Remember Not. 
it, you know, like I said, if you check my Facebook, I think we're up, we're getting, we're nearing 4,000 now. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, because of the response that I'm getting, uh, I think that uh, over time uh, we'll probably uh, gradually start getting some visitors to talk to you from Facebook. Uh, oh, okay. Great. Even though even though a lot of them can't visit because obviously they're they're in third world countries, but there are a lot of people in the United States that are my friends on Facebook, and I did post your uh, the Facebook uh, the live Facebook tonight on on talk to you as well. So. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what comments anybody would have on that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. I'm sure Mark is going to join us here. Now, I don't know how many people are going to be with us tonight, um, but uh, <clears throat> I know that I did get an email from Linda, and she wanted me to make sure and let everybody know that she really wanted to be on the program tonight, but she's going to be traveling. So, uh, okay. She's not going to be able, but she said she would be sure to listen in uh, on terminology on the program. So okay, that's good. So and I I, I, have, I did I, have, I did I email have, Louise, but I haven't heard from her. I haven't heard back. I haven't heard I haven't heard one word from Louise. It's the strangest thing. Well, we'll uh, see how and, you know, and I don't want to start a, because this is being recorded right now, so I don't want we are okay. recording. So but I don't know. What's going on? We just need to keep her in our prayers. Yes. So, okay. Um, anyway, uh, let's mm-hmm. see. It's uh, 5.59. Let me check a couple things here real quick. Um, yeah, I'm expecting probably. Is, do you know if Mark is going to be joining us? I'm sure he will. I think so. He reminded me of it, so I think he oh, will. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, he'll probably be here shortly. It's 5.59 at Okay. You know how I am. I'm kind of a stickler for time. I like to. So when it hits six o'clock, I'll go ahead and we've already started the recording, so we can go ahead and uh, again, the it's now six o'clock. Uh, just to let everyone know tonight, um, Kevin is going to be uh, moderating the program, and he is uh, asked specifically to talk about interpretation of the parables of the mustard seed and the leaven and reference Matthew thirteen thirty one through 33. And I'm not going to read that because I'm going to let Kevin go through that. Uh, he's got an article that he sent out and I sent that out to everyone. I found it very interesting interpretation and I I really concur. I don't, I'm not familiar with Locker. I mean, I sh- maybe I should be. Maybe you can mm-hmm. kind of fill it fill us in as to who he is and how you came into that article. But mm-hmm. uh, I read through I read through the whole article and you know, I am not in any disagreement with what he's saying at all. I think he's right on target. So with that, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go ahead and turn it over to Kevin and let him uh kind of go through this with us step by step and then uh we'll kind of go around Kevin, after you get through them, we'll open it up for questions or comments or whatever. Go ahead, Kevin. Sure. Okay. Well, good evening. Uh, the um, 
Herbert W. Lockyer. I, I first became acquainted with him through the All series. He, he wrote, uh, I think, 50 books. And they're all the books, uh, like like all the uh, trees in the Bible, all the miracles in the Bible, all the men of the Bible, all the women of the Bible, and it, just on and on. But it, I found it very interesting, and it's a good resource to, to look up referencing sure. things. So I was uh, excited to read some some of it. But when I came across his take on the parable of the... Uh, mustard seed and the uh, leaven, I was really uh, moved with that because I, I just jumped on that and said, that's it. You know? Now, <laughs> often oftentimes we hear an interpretation of those two parables and um, people say it's the expansion of the church. It's the growth of the church. And, and we just hear that. And there's so many voices that would speak in that way that we don't feel to contend with it. We just accept it and we just never think much more about it. But in reading this um, uh, interpretation by Herbert Lockyer, I think we can maybe learn something from it. We can share what we think and uh, by God's grace, we'll, we'll grow in the knowledge of the truth, you know. Right, so let's, right. let's, let's look at that um, first page and it, actually it's very short. It's, it says, the common interpretation of the parables of the mustard seed and the leaven, Matthew 13, 31, and 33. So I'm going to read that. Somebody could read it, but I don't, you want to read it, Larry? Are, are you the only one on, huh? Yeah, so far. Uh, okay. You want me to you want me to read that yeah. particular passage? Yeah, Matthew okay. 13, Matthew 13, 31 to 33. Okay, fine. Okay, let me get there. Um, another parable put, put he forth, saying unto them, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs, and becometh a tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Another parable spake he unto them, The kingdom of heaven is likened to leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of mill till the whole was leaven. Okay, thank you. So the um, so that is generally seen by the growth of the mustard plant and the yeast as pictures of the rapid growth of Christianity. So I'd like to offer a contrasting view. Uh, these parables are actually warning about corruption within the church. The following is the interpretation given by Lockyer in one of the books in the All series, All the Parables of the Bible. And you can look this up and read this uh, if you're interested in it. Um, so, so this is a, he says this is a minority view, and he, he understands that. And he says that there's been many others, interpreters, that have been gifted and they have drawn wonderful lessons from the interpretation of the expansion of the church. And I'm sure there's there's something that can be said there. But I think, he goes on, I think the context and language of that passage of Scripture actually point in another direction while still being consistent with Jesus' other teachings about the kingdom. 
So these parables occur together in both Matthew 13 and Luke 13. So in Matthew, these parables follow the parables of the weeds, the tares, which is a picture of false religion intermingled with true members of the kingdom. The, so the invisible church. In Luke, uh, Jesus speaks these parables immediately after confronting religious authorities who are indignant that he has healed a woman on the Sabbath day. So the language, if we assume that certain symbols are used consistently throughout the Bible, a different picture starts to emerge. So the first point here he has is the mustard seed plants. Now a mustard seed is the tiniest of all seeds. We've read that, we've heard that. And it grows, it's an herb actually, it's not a tree, it's an herb. And it grows uh, very large, but not anywhere near the size of a tree. It's, it's a, it, it, it crawls, it, it expands. So it says it, it doesn't grow into a large tree. So what's happened is the church has become a monstrosity. It, it's, it's not what it was intended to be. For instance, Jesus said, called the church a little flock. And, and, and that we're just, we're not that many. And they, it's not a large tree where, and it says one large enough for birds to nest in would be a monster. So he says trees in the Bible can be a symbol of evil human governments. The tree Nebuchadnezzar saw in his vision in Daniel 4, 10 and 16 is described similarly. And in the Nebuchadnezzar, he's he's told that that he was his nation, uh, Babylon, was like a tree where all the, the the nations would be benefited by Nebuchadnezzar being the king over the known world. I suppose at that time. So the birds of the air represent the influence of the evil one. In the parable of the sower, earlier in the same chapter, Matthew 13. So remember in, in the seed and the sower parable, the birds are the ones that snatch the seed away that are, are dropped in the middle of the roadway. Wow. So the, these, these birds here are shown to, to be evil. Um, let's see. So taken together, the picture is of a church that has become so large and established that it is roosting. it is a roosting place for evil. And something that came, to, and before we go into the yeast and the leaven, something came to me when I read it that Jesus said in, in John 15, he said, I am the vine and you are the branches. You remember that one? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, the, well, the church is the branches of the tree, not, not the birds sitting in the tree. Right. So, right. You see, so I I saw that right away, and I thought, okay, I, I can go with his his reading on this. So what? And in in this interpretation should be a comfort to the real church because we're we see all around us activity of Christianity everywhere, and it's right. a, it's a it's an enormous monstrous tree if you want to call it that. And, and all of these people that believe, believe they're being converted by this uh, monster tree and coming into its branches, and, and, and they do, but they're not, they're not the branches. They're, they're, they're not with, with life. They come as, as something to poop all over the branches. 
Right. You see, right. Yeah. That's the way I see it. Um, yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody got a comment thus far on this? Well, I'm they? still the only one on board. I I will say this that uh, mm-hmm. I it really spoke to me when it talks about uh, the birds of the air coming and lodging in the branches thereof, because right. you know the birds birds are not the most uh, permanent fixture in a tree. They yeah. they they stay for a little time and then they take off. You know. Yeah, they, they come on. They fly right. to another tree and then they go to another tree. You know. That's good. Yeah, and they're coming to eat. They're coming to eat. You yeah. Know, and this a lot yeah. of people are coming to these churches for to have their flesh satisfied. And, and yeah, just that, like that's it. what Christ, that's what even Christ Himself says. You don't come. You come. Mm-hmm. Uh, you come for the food. You come for the fish and the loaves. You know. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so that that's really good, and I see that happens a lot. Uh, even <clears throat> over the years, I just noticed we've done. We're on like uh, the. Uh, up and coming, the 155th episode of Talk Show. It's hard to believe. Mm-hmm. We've wow. done 155 episodes. And mm-hmm. the same thing. People have just come and gone, you know. They yeah. lodge in the tree. Yeah. They lo- lo- lodge in Talk Show for a while. But then right. they leave, you know. <laughs> so I think uh, it's yeah. a, an appropriate uh, appropriate interpretation. You're right, yeah. And, and the size of the tree too, that it yeah. can accommodate the birds, and and that's what it is. I mean, look at something like Hillsong uh, on, uh, you oh, know, yeah. Christian, Christian oh, yeah. television. I mean, they have so much going on there, and it, everybody in the world can feel comfortable in an organization like that. Oh yeah. And, and so that, uh, so that, but it's an encouragement to us who are so small that we can understand when Jesus asked the question. When I return, will I find faith in the earth? The implied answer is hardly any at all. I mean, yeah. it'll yeah. be like in the days of Noah and in the days of Lot. So, right. so we just thank God that He saved us. He put us together, and and we're having church. By the way, no matter what anybody <laughs> says, <laughs> praise praise the Lord. So, um, so I think we got as much as we can get out of that mustard seed parable. Um, unless there's anything else, and we can go on to the uh, the yeah. leaven. Yeah. Now, now here's something about the woman. Now she hides. She uh, says the yeast or the leaven represents sin throughout the Bible. Now we can uh, see. Okay. It's, and saying, I, it's saying. Go ahead. I just, it's saying that I just lost my connection, but I. Uh, it doesn't appear I've lost. Can you still hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Well, I just got to notice that I lost my server connection, so uh, okay. I, I'm not sure what that means because it looks like everything's still a go. So we'll just keep going. Go ahead. Okay. So, so the yeast in the Bible is evil. For instance, we see way back in, and uh, was it Exodus where? Uh, God told Israel to take and search very diligently for any yeast that would be in your house and and take it out. Uh, I think there is one place where the yeast God said to put yeast in your uh, in your cakes or something, and 
and and and eat it. But that was a, a sense of uh, that they were to have joy and that they were to have to have because at first when they had the Passover, they were to have no yeast in, in what they ate. You remember they they were right, standing. Yeah, because, yeah, it was considered a uh, impure. It represented sin, I think. Okay. Yeah, no. and, I, and so so the woman takes this sinful leaven and she hides it. Now, to me, there's only two women in the Bible. It's the the chaste bride of Christ, or it's the harlot whore of Revelation. So, to me, this this woman is the false church, and she's hiding this corruption in the church. We've we've heard the expression, "A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump." So. This is what she's doing. Now, she's mixing it with three measures of meal. Now, to me, when I see three, I think of the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, and, and you know, I'm, ju- I'm just, myself, I'm just guessing on what I think it means and, and what it means to me. I'm not saying that this is how it has to be, because others might have other insight, and I, I'd be willing to listen to it, you know. Yeah. But... But to me, the, the Godhead is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and she's corrupting the Trinity, the teaching of the triune God in the church. And and this is what this corruption, this leaven that she's putting in. Um, so let's see. Uh, three measures of flour. Oh, yeah, because you remember uh, back in the Old Testament with Elisha, I think, um, they say to him, there's death in this bowl. You remember they yeah, went out? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And he said, put uh, some bread meal in it and then go ahead and eat it. Well, that was a picture of faith. And it was a picture of, uh, you know, they didn't do it intentionally. It was accidentally done. So the prophet said, well, go ahead, put the bread meal in it. And and other it's like what we do when we pray for our food. You know, we we ask God's blessing on it because we don't know the history of it. You know, right. But, right. So the three measures of flour. So then the full picture becomes one mixing in even a small amount of sin corrupts an offering to God. And and this is what's happening in the church. And the women are used in the church to draw and bring the men in because they have the wallets with the money in it. And, and of course, women, too, have about as much money as men do nowadays because they're, they're – in fact, I've heard the women are larger in the workforce than the men are. But, wow. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. But, you know, yeah. So, anyway. Um, okay, some commentaries go further, putting a lot of weight into the fact that the yeast was hidden and that it was a woman who did it. He says, but I don't find these convincing. I, I don't know where he's going with that. Um, I, I didn't copy the whole of the commentary. Right, right. Uh, because you can you can see in the front, right, right in the beginning, it says, this is a minority view. See sources below. And I didn't include them. So that was oversight on my part. But, but Yeah, um, I don't know what's going on with talk to you tonight. Now, we are experiencing pretty heavy storms up here, thunderstorms oh, and, and rains and everything, and I'm getting, right. I, I can I can hear you fine, but it's not showing up on my, in other words, I oh, can't see oh, who's okay. on the, 
call. I tried to pull it up several times. It was working, and now it's not. So we'll just continue on. I'm hoping it is recording. Right. Um, Are you you able to open the mic to somebody who's listening and and see if they, in fact, are hearing us? uh, No, I... uh, it's it's not showing that we have any other participants other than us. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's see. Um, um, so when we look at Christ's followers across history from a human perspective, we don't see a single unified kingdom. And and we hear this this word unity is very much stressed in the churches today. In fact, they want all the denominations to unify, you know. And and then they even talk about the world religions, you know, to to have a uh, unified view of one God. And and certainly all the religions do have a God. Of course, the Indians have the the East Indians. They have multiple multiple thousands and thousands of gods, but. But you know, some of the world's religions have one God, and they'd they'd like to be brought into the fold of uh, of the Christian one God. But uh, we can't do it outside of the scriptures. You know, they can't bring their Bible and insist that now we have unity. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah. So uh, let's see. For power, power, tolerance, vain superstitions, immorality, and greed. Uh, okay, I'll just read the last line, and then we can talk about what we just okay. what we just heard. We should take comfort, therefore, that Jesus warned us from the beginning that His kingdom would be intermingled with the influence of the of the enemies of its enemies. Now, now we can't say that everything we say in our group is absolutely pure and perfect. We we, we can't do that, and we're right. not claiming that. And we're not claiming that we do. But but when it comes to the gospel. That is as pure as a driven snow <laughs> because it, it, it either removes man completely and puts God on the throne from for our salvation from beginning to end, or we don't have the true gospel of the Bible. So we, we speak in those dogmatic and emphatic terms in the gospel and of the gospel. But other things, we, 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 we talk among ourselves, we learn, we grow, and and we either embrace something or we dismiss it. I mean, so we're not in agreement on everything. Right, that's right. Yeah, so it's important that we can understand that. Um, and if you forgive a little preaching in this Q&A format, we should also put this into perspective by remembering that each of us is susceptible to hypocrisy, sin, and holding false ideas about God. If right. I want his, yeah. So the last line, he says, if I want his kingdom to spread on earth, I need to start by examining how fully that kingdom really rules in my own life. And and that's the the comfort and the joy and the security the church has is because we see the fruit in each of us as we are closer together and we are able to observe that fruit. That's the joy that we see the working of the Holy Spirit in within us. And we bear witness right. with one another that we really are a children of God. Um, and we're learning all the time. So uh, I'm curious to see what others would have to say about those two parables. Because it's either they believe the expansion of the church 
or they believe the corruption of the church, as we see and have tried to. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Um, in other words, I. I, <laughs> I don't. I would come to. I would probably. And by the way, I have. We've lost our internet connection here. I don't know. The storm has oh. just totally blown us out, and I'm, I'm yeah, trying. I Okay. I'm trying and trying to get it back up. But anyway, um, I probably would not uh, look at either one of those uh, mm. expans- expansion of the church or corruption of the church. And the reason I say that is because God's kingdom, cannot, his church cannot be expanded upon. It, it's constant, and it can't be corrupted. In other words, uh, it's... Outsiders can come in and spy out our liberty and everything, but right. if they're truly members of God's church, if they're the elect family, oh, uh, they sure. are. They will persevere in their faith. So, I, I like yeah. that. I really like the uh, interpretation of the birds resting to the nest. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, yeah. I agree with. I agree also with your statement about we we all are. Influenced or tainted by sin, right. none of us are. No, none of us have perfect theology. I mean, it, right. That's right. You know, I'm trying sure. to pull back up, Kevin. I don't know. I'm looking at my server. No, that's that's okay. If you want to, if you if you do have the recording of this, we can share it on another another night when you definitely know you're on. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Right. If you want to do that, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not sure if I, uh, I'm not sure if it, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hold on one second. I'm... I mean, yeah, we've got, we might have to make this another, because, you know, it's, it's it's all a little bit uh, disconcerting sometimes when you're dealing with technology and you don't have any control. But it's kind of like God is sovereign over it all. <laughs> so, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know, he, I, yeah. I, he knows exactly what he's doing and, right. and everything. I that's, that's that right. doesn't mean we have to agree with it, <laughs> but uh, no, we have right. to accept it. You know, yeah. we have to be resigned to it. So. Right. <laughs> My internet appears to be totally not working at all. Oh, so okay. I no, guess that's, that's right. we'll do it have, another time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, give everyone my regards. Tell Mark I missed him tonight, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll pick up another time on this. Maybe we'll have more people, uh, and I will try to capture this if I can. Okay. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and th- and then we can add to it later when we have more right. audience. Yeah. Okay. All right, brother. Well, listen, I'll let you go for now. Okay. Thank I you, Larry, for, for all, all you're doing. Because. Okay. Bye bye. Yeah. All right. Good night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.